Canadian and storyline-filled NFL all season continues. And locally, we're the leader of the pack. Welcome to what we call the Extra Point. Len Martez here with you. A new podcast on Bucks Nation. Don't forget, BucksNation.com for all your Bucks news as things continuously change. Stories go up. Bucks Nation does a great job keeping you informed on everything that happens with your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter, Len Martez, at Elmart 10 But most of all, follow Bucks Nation at Bucks underscore Nation. Hit us up on Twitter. Follow us. But it's been a couple of weeks since we actually spoke. Last time we spoke, uh, it was about the unretiring of Tom Brady. But since then, more news with the Bucs. And I don't know if I want to start doing this from a chronological standpoint or from an important standpoint. But let's just say this. Let me just run it down. Real simple. Russell Gage is now a Buccaneer, wide receiver. Played his first four years at the Falcons. Chris Godwin had the franchise tag, but now has a multi-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Guy who caught 98 catches last year, career high for him, second most in franchise history. And then there's the quarterback situation with Tom Brady unretired. We talked about that on a Bucks Nation podcast. But on that Bucks Nation podcast, I alluded to the fact that this is going to lead to another move. Right? When Tom Brady came back, he made that phone call. And Ryan Jensen came out and said, when he talked to the media, when he signed, that Tom called him. We knew that Tom was going to want Ryan Jensen back, got him back. I alluded to the fact that, well, he wants the guy in front of him. Now he wants the guy behind him who's going to step up and pass protection. And that guy is Leonard Fournette. And Leonard Fournette is now returning to the Buccaneers. Again, we haven't spoken since that deal went down. Just something we're touching up on. Not only that, the last time we spoke, Jordan Whitehead was leaving the Bucs for the New York Jets. Well, the Bucs have found a replacement. It's Logan Ryan, former Giant, former two-time Super Bowl champion with the New England Patriots, and also former teammate of Tom Brady in New England. Same day, kind of how news breaks, whether it's from the Buccaneers and their media department, but bottom line is around that same day, you get to hear that Will Golston is coming back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their defense and their defensive line, which is good because whether it's Ndamukong Two, who is still out there, whether it's Jason Pierre-Paul and Will Golston, you had a couple of free agents on that defensive line. One of them is back for the 2022 season. And then they also re-signed some wide receiver depth in Bashad Perriman, who played six games last year. His biggest contribution may have been that overtime catch and touchdown against the Buffalo Bills. And then <laughs> the biggest hammer drops, whether it's Tom retiring and then unretiring, 
The second biggest news of the offseason happened this week. And that is the fact that Bruce Arians, head coach of the Buccaneers, two-time NFL coach of the year, is moving into the front office and is stepping down as head coach. And Ty Bowles, the defensive coordinator, is now the head coach. Now, with that comes a whole lot of theories in regards to why this happened and the timing of it all. And once again, this is the Extra Point with Len Martez, Bucks Nation podcast. The theories that are out there obviously are, for one, that there is huge friction or was huge friction with Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. I will tell you this. I can't knock out all the theories that people have in regards to why Bruce decided now and if there is anything to do with Tom going to the front office and telling them I'll come back if Bruce is not the head coach. But think about this. And that is a fact that Two things stick out of my mind for those who want to go along with the fact that Tom Brady is the reason why Bruce Arians is no longer the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First thing is, is that in any head coach quarterback relationship, there is friction. Tom came from a team where he won six Super Bowls. You don't think there is friction? With him and Belichick, Bill Belichick's the main reason why he's not in New England. Let's face it, opinion, but strong one. And I can give you facts, but I don't know that you want to be bored with the New England Patriots history and the history of the last 20 years of Belichick and Brady. There's always friction between head coaches and quarterbacks. Hell, if you're as old as I am, you remember the days that Phil Simms and Bill Parcells argued on the sidelines, openly caught on NFL films, yet they won two Super Bowls together. When you have a quarterback and a head coach, the two most important positions on a football team, those guys usually are pretty strong-minded. I'll put it mildly, strong-minded. And they have their beliefs on how things should be, how things should work. Sometimes it's nice to have a cohesive, no problematic relationship with the head coach and the quarterback. That rarely exists. 32 teams, and you could probably guess that probably in all the situations, there's some friction. The level of friction? may vary in every relationship, but Matt LaFleur in Green Bay can tell you how much he loves Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron can tell you how much he loves Matt LaFleur, but don't think there is times where they don't see eye to eye. That happens in the relationship between a head coach and a quarterback. The second thing I will tell you is the fact that Todd Bowles, who sees Bruce Arians as 
the man that he's been connected to in college and multiple NFL jobs who he's known for 40 plus years and who he sees as a father figure is now leaving the job. Why? To give him his opportunity to be the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You want to think that Todd Bowles is willing to be a part of pushing out Bruce Arians so he can get a head coaching job. I'm not buying it. Not buying it. And again, I can give you reasons why I'm not buying the theories. What you believe is what you believe. Not going to tell you things that are completely will take away your theories and your beliefs. And I don't know that, that I could, even if I wanted to, even if I had the facts, because let's face it, some folks like their theories over facts. <laughs> That's just how the world works these days. But again, the new head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is Todd Bowles. And Bruce Arians leaves him with a full cupboard, with the exception of maybe filling out a couple of spots on the defensive line and finding depth in other areas, full cupboard. Think about it. You weren't going to bring back everyone, but you lost a couple of players on the offensive line, Marpet, the guards, Marpet retiring and also Alex Kappa leaving for Cincinnati. And then you replace one guy and acquiring Shaq Mason. Now you've got to get the other guy, whether it be through, through the draft, whether it be the fact that you're going to have that guy already on your roster, which you potentially could end up elevating one of the guys on the depth chart. But still, when you had the amount of free agents that the Bucs had going to this offseason, you had to think you were going to lose some guys. You lose Kappa. You lose Jordan Whitehead, personal favorite of mine. Other than that, think about it. It's a good situation to be in when it comes to the Buccaneers. Not to mention the fact that going into 2022, look around. Within the division, the NFC South, questions about quarterback in New Orleans, and I know Jameis is coming back. Jameis Winston will be the quarterback for the Saints, but there's questions on when he'll be healthy. After the ACL injury last year, Atlanta's rebuilding with Matt Ryan no longer there, now in Indianapolis. And then there's Carolina, who, as of right now, don't really know who's going to be their quarterback moving forward for 2022. That division is the Bucks and the Bucks for the taking. And honestly, Tom Brady's back. But I don't know that it would be any different if he didn't come back. Granted, him coming back means certain plays are here because of him. I understand that. Maybe you wouldn't be looking as good going into the season as you are if Tom didn't come back, but he's back. And with that, got to be the leaders of the pack when it comes to 
winning the NFC. Speaking of the pack, what are the teams that potentially could keep the Bucs from winning the NFC? The Rams, understand that, defending champions, give them their due. They also got better by signing Bobby Wagner, a future Hall of Famer. But they got a little weaker by losing Von Miller. And then there's Green Bay. You're not really thinking of anybody from the NFC East challenging the Buccaneers when it comes to winning the NFC for 2022. And I know that's not going to make a Cowboy fan happy for me saying that, but that's a fact. So there's maybe one team, one team when it comes to stopping the Bucs from winning the NFC in 2022. And that team is the defending champions, the LA Rams, who, yes, ended the Bucs season in 2021. <laughs> but it took all of a special drive at the end of the game with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and a field goal by Matt Gay to keep the Bucs from coming back 27-3 in that football game. As it is now, now you move forward when it comes to the Bucs. There are players still clamoring to be a part of this team, i.e. a certain defensive lineman who was a part of this team the last three years and wants to come back for fourth. That will be Indomitian Sue, who has openly said on Twitter <laughs> that, hey, you're still missing the guy. And that guy being number 93, Dominican Sue. Speaking of guys coming back, number 87 hasn't decided as of yet if he'll come back for the Bucks 2022, and that being Rob Gronkowski. That's another area, as I mentioned earlier, that needs to be fine-tuned when it comes to the team moving forward, and that's the tight end position. But as we move into April, we get closer to the draft. And if you look at a lot of the mock drafts, and I'm sure if you're a Bucks fan, you're doing it, but if you look at a lot of mock drafts, you're finding that most of them have the Bucks addressing interior needs, like a defensive lineman or even an offensive lineman. And with that, can you argue? For one, when it comes to the skilled positions, you're pretty well set. You're set when it comes to the running backs. You may have lost one in Ronald Jones, who left for Kansas City, but you still return Leonard Fournette, Keyshawn Vaughn, and as of this past week, Gio Bernard will be returning again. So the elevation of Keyshawn Vaughn will, should take place this year as the guy that replaces Ronald Jones. And let's face it, if you're a Ronald Jones fan, not here to bash him, but he didn't live up to being that guy. There were moments, there were flashes, but there were also shortcomings and they were obvious shortcomings. And because of that, he's not a difference maker when you talk about him not being on his team for 2022. And as I mentioned, Chris Godwin has a, a new contract. Russell Gage is on the outside with him. There's number 13 who will be back again with the Buccaneers. Rashad Perman has a new deal. 
So with all the skill positions either returning or resigning, the interior is where to go when it comes to this football team. If you think about the defense and think maybe there's a need there, then there the need is in the interior also on a defensive line. And most mock drafts have the Bucks taking a defensive lineman. That's what a need is, in my opinion. And based off of that, we'll see where things go from, uh, from here. But a lot's gone on in the offseason. Plenty of storylines that have happened from a seven-time champion retiring to unretiring to two-time head coach of the year deciding after a couple of years of winning a Super Bowl, he's going to hang it up. But there'll be more to discuss as the offseason continues and we get closer to the draft. As of right now, again, thanks for listening. This is The Extra Point with Len Martez, a Bucks Nation podcast. Don't forget to follow Bucks Nation on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. Follow me, Len Martez, at Elmart810. Until then, we'll talk to you.